0: Hey guys, and welcome back to a new episode of Tea with Mackie. And today I'm on my own, no guests. Um, I kind of just wanted to talk about podcasting etiquette and what I've learned from the four guests that I've had on thus far. So to give you a bit of a backstory, um, I was actually on my way to the gym, and then I was just thinking about—I like to visualize things—and I was visualizing my next guests because obviously for me I feel like it's been a while since I've had a guest on it's been maybe two months or something I think I had Dane on in August and so it's been September a whole month where I've been inactive I really wanted just a little break from it um just because having two podcasts and then writing for my blog and then doing other things and then you know it it can get a little too much sometimes um and I guess it just didn't structure it as well as I maybe could have, and maybe I um, took hmm. because of that. I've kind of just taken a bit of a break, I took September off, like I said. Um, but I feel like I'm back on and ready to rock and roll with this podcast, get a few more guests in. I've got my eye on a few people, and like I was saying, I just like to visualize um, how I'm gonna interact with that person. Is it going to be through DM? Is it going to be through an email? Um, The next person I want on or the next person I'm going to approach uh, I do like to do it in a bunch. I like to send out two, three, four DMs, see who pops up first and then arrange um, that date with them for when they need it. And then um, so the person I want on next, I did DM, but the issue is when, when a person has a large following, it's very easy for them not to see your DM. And in that case, they didn't. And this was a few weeks ago. This might have been in August. So what I'm going to do now is I'm thinking, A, either I send another DM or B, I email them. And I think I'm going to email them because at least then I know like, if I've emailed you, I can pretty much guarantee you're going to see it especially if I coordinate that email correctly so what I'd do is I'd um, check their location they're in America I think Um, so I'd roughly see when 9am, 10am hits and send the email at that point because that's when it's optimal for them to want to check the emails and it'll be right at the top of the list Um, so that's a little tip you can do is um, if you're going to send an email don't just send it as soon as it comes into your head send it for a specific time. That's optimal to them, not to you. Because at the end of the day, you wanna grab their attention. And so the best way to do that is by working on their time. So that's my next plan, but I was visualizing how I was gonna do that. And then I was visualizing sort of the interaction I'd have with them. And it made me think, actually, as I'm going to the gym, getting ready, i was literally about to leave in five minutes i was thinking actually i could sit down and i could talk about this because this is quite useful um because i know there's a lot of people who will want to start a podcast and you know you start it and you think what could i do and um you you want it to be the best body of work you can possibly present and i think that comes with experience you, your first podcast is never going to be the best thing ever but i feel like a few tips could really help propel a lot of people with their podcast, and um, especially if you have guests on. If it's you and a friend, I think my only advice would be in that scenario because I've got students discuss podcast. I think the biggest learning curve for me was we actually did a trial podcast before our first ever episode, and I barely spoke, barely spoke. Um, so my biggest learning. Or my biggest takeaway from that episode, um, the trial episode, was that I need to speak a hell of a lot more. Now, I don't know how I seem to people that haven't met me. I feel like I seem more bubbly than I actually am. (laughs) So, I feel like I'm actually quite a quiet person. I'm a shy person. I don't really talk too much. I'm not, um, not the life of the party. Um but obviously with a podcast you do have to present yourself in a certain way and and you have to make sure that it's as entertaining as possible and the best way you're going to do that is by physically talking physically forcing yourself to make that conversation especially if it's in a scenario where it's you and a friend and with that podcast it's, it was one of those scenarios and I feel like from that trial podcast going into the first episode we did which was do study drugs cause more harm than good I talked probably more than he did, and it was noticeable um, between us two because we know each other well enough to know that he talks a lot more than I do, Abdul. But I I consciously made that effort, and I think that's one thing you have to do is if you're a shy person and you want to start a podcast, you do have to consciously make that effort to talk, and it can be tiresome, you know, especially if you're if you're not used to talking a lot, it can be. Not, I wouldn't say draining, but it can be tiresome. You know, you're constantly, constantly um, trying to speak and talk and trying to think about what you're going to say. And sometimes um, you might just end up waffling. But at the end of the day, it's better than not speaking at all. Because at least then, when it comes down to the edit, you can chop and change it. And if you're if you're spending a lot of time just waffling, you can cut it. But if you don't have any audio there to work with it becomes really difficult to make um, a podcast as interesting as you can because you have to realise with a podcast especially an audio podcast um, your biggest asset is your voice your storytelling capability and so you have to be really on top of um, your delivery you have to be really on top of your um, the volume of how much you speak um and so that's that's my biggest takeaway In terms of doing a podcast with a friend Or even doing it on your own like this um, Like this episode Moving on to sort of guests I think this is where it really gets um, I've learnt a lot Let's just say I've learned a lot From the four episodes I've had I, I really think I've put my all into Every single episode I think um, I did my best for the time I think I've left each episode happy with the content. I've not left an episode thinking I could have asked him this. I could have asked him this. Why didn't I say this? Why didn't I talk? Like, no, there's no regrets. And I think that's, that comes down to doing your research. I think ultimately this is the biggest thing. You can't have a guest and you as the host come into that um zoom meeting or face-to-face or whatever it is not knowing what you're gonna ask the person that's borderline amateurish um you need to do your research you need to find out as much as you can about the person if they've done previous podcasts i'd give them a listen i know sometimes it can feel like counterintuitive like if i'm gonna listen to the person do a podcast and then ask the same questions isn't that just a bit of a I guess, nabbing the questions off the podcast that I've just listened to. But it's more a case of just getting to know um, the person and seeing if you can approach questions from a different angle. And then you have to realise as well, your audience isn't necessarily going to have seen the person you've interviewed. So while you might have watched previous podcasts on that person, on the guest you're going to have, they won't have. So everything's fresh for them. So that's one thing is make sure you do your make sure you really do your due diligence when you when it comes to researching them make sure you find out as much as you can so that you can pick the best questions for them and you don't end up waffling. There's a lot of podcasts where I if I didn't do my research I would have asked the most basic questions. But because I did I know like even the simple questions I knew they would lead to deeper topics, lead to um the guest giving a great answer. And that's ultimately what you want um, from a podcast. I think the next thing I w- want to touch on is the audio itself. I think if you're if you're going to do it on Zoom, and this is how I do it right now. I don't have a setup um, to do podcasts face-to-face with someone. So I do it on Zoom. I think it's practical. I think it's ideal for them. They don't have to leave their house. They can do it on the comfort of their own home i can do it in the comfort of my own home timing isn't an issue because you can do it practically whenever um if you're both available there's no traveling issues i can podcast people from australia as i have done gonna try and get someone or one or two people from america for the next few episodes um you can't do that face to face it becomes really difficult um, at, at the level that i'm at anyway so zoom is really useful for that but the issue with zoom is um the audio tracks on Zoom, the quality of them depends solely on your Wi-Fi network connection. So if one of you has a poor internet connection, the quality is going to be affected. The way around that is to record, record on Zoom, but also record your audio on your own laptop using if you're on a Mac you can use GarageBand. If you're not on a Mac you can use Audacity. Record your own um, audio so that it's crisp. Because that on your laptop isn't going to be affected by internet, right? And I would say as well, if you can, ask your guest to do the same. That way, if Zoom acts up, you've got two quality audio tracks that you can use in place, um, or you can use from the get go, which I tend to do. If I've got if I've got both those audio tracks, I tend to do that. I think with the Dane Walker episode, like he struggled. Um, he didn't really understand how to record on his laptop and it's it's a simple thing it's not a difficult thing but because I didn't want to be difficult I, I was like okay we'll we'll make it work with Zoom and sometimes you just have to make it work with Zoom now I recorded online so I made sure my audio was good no matter what good thing with that was um, because we did that episode so early we did it at like 7am in the morning because he's from Australia so the timing was horrendous but we did at 7am in the morning and for me the internet was fine because no one's awake to be stealing the wi-fi and then for him his internet was strong um so it was good and it worked out quite well in the end and um if you haven't watched that episode I would recommend (laughs) I would recommend um you give it a listen not give it a watch give it a listen so that's another thing I think audio is so important especially when it's the main asset of a podcast you have to make sure your audio is as good as it can be, I'm not talking about getting the best microphones in town, I'm just talking about doing the basic things well, yeah, getting the audio on your laptop, not relying on zoom for your audio, because when the Wi-Fi goes <laughs> your your audio is gone one of the challenges that I had with Dane um, Walker my most recent episode was that he was really hard to to get his time really like I I messaged him in June we scheduled um an episode for July and then he didn't turn up right so the day before or the you know the week before something we we confirmed it it was like yep this date this time cool I added it um to my diary I did my research made sure I asked the right questions I had it all prepared um and just a quick tip like don't be afraid to write your questions on a piece of paper you don't need to memorize anything because I think in the spare of the moment you will forget things um so it's always good to have it on a piece of paper especially if you're nervous coming into a podcast which will definitely make you forget certain things so it is good to have that written so that you can always um take notes from it and and refer to it when you need to but anyway so i'm waiting for him he doesn't turn up i dm him and i say in a polite way i say do you want to reschedule because obviously you must have been busy and blah 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 and the thing is like because you want this guy on your podcast you can't (laughs) bad mouth people and say why didn't you turn up you know i wasted this amount of time doing this research and like nah like you're you're not entitled to his time he's giving you that as a friendly gesture so you can't you can't be angry at it i'm sure he had a reason and he did um but then he blanked my dm and at that point i thought okay so in my head i'm thinking logically you said you were totally down for it you gave me um some of your time you didn't turn up you've blanked my dm what do i do where do i go from here because i still really want this guy on my podcast i think it's a really interesting person really interesting individual it'd bring a lot of character to my podcast and i think it would um bring some ears to my podcast too so it's in my opinion it's a win-win and for him he gets more content that he can use on his platforms of advice that he's given because he, he he's very similar in terms of gary v where he can clip certain things he said and use those as um content for himself so this is great for him too because it's free content that he's doing for me but he's also doing for himself right anyway he blanked my dm and i thought what do i do where do i go from here and so i left it for two three four days and then i dm'd him again and i and i just i was simple with it i said look um if you're no longer interested um then that's fine, but if you are interested, then let me know, we can rearrange, blah, blah, blah. Something like that. It was, again, it was quite a polite um, message, but there was that intent of, okay, if you're not interested, then you don't need to reply. And I did that on purpose, because I was like, okay, at least now I know if you blank me, you, you're you deliberately blanking me, because you're not interested, and I'll move on. That's it, we won't speak about it again. But he did reply, and um, he had... Um, some stuff come up, blah 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 and so we scheduled for August and I met his time because Australia time's horrible and sometimes it's like if, if a guest gives you a time and it's a difficult time for you so for me I had to wake up at half six I didn't want to wake up at half six I had work at 9am I really didn't want to wake up at half six but I thought, you know what, I need to get it done because if I tell him, actually can we do Saturday, it's like it's unprofessional, you know you want this guy he doesn't need you necessarily so you sometimes you've got to have a bit of spirit about you and just really go for it and say yeah fuck it you know what i'll wake up at half six i'll do this podcast with you fuck it i want this you know i want this for myself and i want this conversation to happen so i'm gonna make it happen and so we we ended up having a great conversation and i actually learned a lot in that podcast episode itself and towards the end he did tell me um when the cameras were off he said um, you did well blah 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 and and he said um, he gave me a bit of advice where he's done a podcast in the past where the guest where the host um, had a quick one to one chat with him a friendly chat where before the episode itself so a day before they were meant to schedule the zoom call or whatever they had a five minute friendly chat on the phone or on zoom and they just talked and i think because you're meeting someone new it's very difficult or it can be difficult for them to warm up to you straight away and as the host you want them to warm up to you as quickly as possible and i think that's a great way if you if you have a quick five minute chat with them before the conversation is going to take place that's a great way for you to break the ice meet be friendly and then they'll warm up to you and they'll recognize the effort you've put in to do that have that call and it shows that you care about them you care about the conversation you care about giving your best and i think um that was a huge takeaway my last thing that i want to talk about is just how you're going to promote your podcast i think ideally you'd want the guest to also promote it and i think the best way to do that isn't to necessarily ask them but it's to make a graphic. really nice graphic and then so when you tag them on your instagram they're gonna see it and they're gonna be like i want to share this you know i don't think it's necessarily a thing of asking them to promote it i think that it depends on it it depends like some people are fine with that some people might find it weird i feel like most people you interview won't mind sharing the podcast that they were a guest on but if you want to go the extra mile i think creating a nice graphic that shows that you know you've you've done this podcast with that person and it's available on spotify blah 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 if you do that and you present it nicely it might make them want to promote it more and i think that can be important especially if you want more listeners um and more ears on your podcast and that's my final tip really and i think i'll leave it there um i've been blabbering on for a while now and i do need to hit the gym, so I shall see you guys in the next one.